it in the party as we saw that this turned into a plot to get rid of the special guest of Christ's God. Did you hear that this morning? That was
the Monday edition, lunchtime at least here. So John Paul II begins with this suffering servant crying out, begins with him suffering himself. And it carries on in, in verse 8 of chapter 22. Verse 8 says this. Is this the one who relies on the Lord? Let the Lord save him. If the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. And if we go to Luke 23, Luke records this moment a thousand years later. He says, the crowd watched him leave his shop and saved others, they said. Let him save himself, for he's reached the duty of his earthly trial to save men. So the psalmist sees this shouting, and those who know Psalm 22 now are not just remembering the psalm, they're part of it. So those listening to Tommy Ellis, hearing the crowd crying out to Jesus, hearing people say, well, it is God's Messiah, it is really your God of rescue, and how can a God rescue you? Even if they were saying that, and a person quotes the first line of, line of Psalm 22, that's something to hold on to our minds. And it's fair enough for some of them, because Jesus had been a, 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 an amazing rabbi. And for those of people who had seen him do miracles, had seen him even raise the dead, in some ways it's almost a fair comment to look on him and say, well, if he really is the saviour, if he really is who he said he was, then why can't God rescue him? I can understand that he's perhaps now looking back and saying, well, yeah, I was completely wrong. They said, if the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. But I can tell you that the Lord loves you so much that he didn't rescue you. That the Lord Yeah, but there's, it's 